Anthony Crane, I'm going to probably call you one of the eight-man football experts probably in the state now since you've went all over the state to get previews of eight-man football. Um, first off, thanks for coming on. And secondly, uh, just how's everything been going? Oh, not bad. You know, I'm, a, I'm excited for football. Um, it's been a lot of work, but it's been really enjoyable as well. Along those lines, what made you decide – to embark on this, I guess, more than anything else? Well, that was, was kind of a funny story, isn't it? You know, I kind of waited a little too long, probably, um, and maybe picked the wrong summer to try and do it. Um, but, you know, this all kind of started a couple years ago. Uh, when I started covering 8-Man and realized that you know, there's a lot of hungry people out there for 8-Man coverage. You know, there's these small communities with good people, good coaches, and good kids that just really don't get the coverage they probably deserve. And what's that been like for you to kind of be able to start this journey? Because like, like, like you said, it, it's, it's, in its, it, it's just starting up for you more than anything else, right? Just kind of getting this rolling. How's that been? Uh, it's, been it's been fun. Um, the relationships I've built have been great. Um, you know, most evenings now I spend 15 to 20 minutes texting a different coach each night. You know, I – Went to Pattonsburg for their preview. I spent four hours there um, just talking to him about football. Um, you know, and even the schools I've been covering for a few years, I've seen those kids grow. Uh, they're seniors now. Um, and just those relationships, they've really, you know, they've been beneficial to me. Um, and I know that those communities appreciate what I've been able to do. And that's why I just want to be able to give back and give as much possible. Just to kind of give people a little bit of a background on you, uh, what is your story a little bit just of, you know, eight-man football or just where, where did that passion start for eight-man and what's your background? Well, you know, I've, I'm a guy who's loved football since, you know, as far back as I can remember. Uh, you know, played my entire life, uh, mostly 11-man. And to be honest, I, I feel like I'm like a lot of people in which, you know, I kind of ignored eight-man. Um, then I started working at the Maryville Forum, um, and they had me covering eight-man football in Nottoway County. Um, and, you know, it took a couple weeks um, to adjust. But, you know, once you do, you realize, hey, it's just football with a few less players. Um, and at this point, you know, I'll take any football I can get. Um, and I tried – I wanted to make uh, – I don't know if – I wanted to put as much as I could into it, kind of make it my own thing. Uh, maybe that's selfish, but um, yeah, I wanted to really uh, give them the attention they deserve and become, I guess, an expert in it, if you want to say that. I think along those lines, I think you've got a point to where we're getting to the point, and I think a lot of us, especially sports right now, there's so many unknowns, so many question marks, so many changes that we've kind of all had to kind of go through, whether it's, you know, job-wise or limited time for things, just because the world is changing right now, just a lot of different things going on. You've decided to create a, a website kind of in a way to, for people to go and get all their content. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Um, well, you know, I spent a few weeks uh, trying to think of the best way possible to put this content out there. Um, 
you know, and I kind of came across Patreon. It was a little bit too late to form a website, which would be the ultimate goal and maybe something we can do next year. Uh, but Patreon seemed like the best way. Uh, I know it, it sucks asking people to pay money, but it's just, you know, I felt like $5 isn't bad. Um, and it gave me a good platform to put all that information out. Um, and so that's kind of the reason I went that direction. Uh, like I said, the ultimate goal would be to have an eight-man website um, and to kind of keep growing. Um, you know, it started with me doing some columns, some previews for the forum, uh, and, you know, it got attention, you know, in Tarkio or Pattonsburg or Rockport. You know, people saw that. So I just want to keep growing that to where they have one source they can go to to get main information. Looking at the, the season itself, um, I don't know how many people know this about me, but I played eight man growing up. Um, so this is kind of what I grew up with. I mean, obviously we all watched 11 man everywhere else, but we played eight man in high school at North Andrew. A lot of people know that part. I went there, but you look at this year and there, there's more teams, I feel like, or there's more teams coming into eight man, but at the same time you saw teams consolidating. What What is your outlook at eight man as a whole this year, just kind of talking to coaches and what you've kind of seen as you prepare for this in a season that we don't know exactly what's going to happen with it? Um, and there at the end, I think you kind of hit it on the head, um, you know, because no matter where I go, you know, the coronavirus is there. Um, you know, I try to <laughs> you go into these interviews. I tell coaches, I'm like, hey, I'm going to ask these questions and let's pretend like we know there's going to be a full season. And I know that's hard to do. Um, you know, I was doing a, one of my previews for St. Paul Lutheran. And I remember in the interview, we talked about a kid that uh, he's a senior. He's just so passionate about the game. He was asking if there were any rules with Michigan where he could redshirt so they could come back next year and play. Um, and that, you know, it's not the travel that's been the most difficult part. You know, it's a lot of writing, um, but some I enjoy. I think the hardest part is seeing these kids, you know, worried that, hey, I may not get to play football my senior year. Um, and that's just not something that, you know, I could even imagine uh, back when I played. And along those lines, too, going out and, you know, a lot of these previews, I've tried to mix it up and not have it be about that. But that's what everybody is saying. And that's honestly the truth of what it is, that everybody's kind of treating this like could be a last practice, could be last game, could be so many lasts before they even are supposed to be last. But let's go ahead and look at week one a little bit, if, if you have time to kind of go through okay. that. Absolutely. Uh, I guess um, – what are your plans for week one this Friday? Are you, are you going, where are you heading off to? I am going to Grant City. Um, you know, we got a, in our poll, we have a top five matchup with South Holt, Nottoway Holt, and North County. Um, and then Sunday, I mean, I guess if there's, was any silver lining to having, you know, a kid get Corona in Southwest Livingston as they start two days later. Um, so we get a, two games in one weekend. Um, and both those games should be really good. Um, I know that South Holtz um, has struggled with Worth County in the last few years. Um, so we'll see if they're able to, you know, match up against maybe the most talented team in the state. 
at Worth County. And then you know, Southwest and East Atchison both, um, they lost some major pieces from a year ago. Um, but seeing them, talking to them, they still feel confident in the talent they have returning. So another game that should be really good. Going along that, and you talk about top five matchups, and I, I was putting together my poll. I'm also really bad about forgetting to do things, and that was one of the things I kept forgetting to do this weekend. And I'm bad at polls in the beginning of the year because I don't know what to expect from anybody just because year to year, and especially with eight-man. I, I know when we when I was in high school and playing, man, there's a big difference year to year. I mean, if you lose a fast running back, that changes your whole dynamic. It's just a different beast than 11-man football. You lose one player like that, you lose two, you lose a whole group of guys. That changes everything. Just based off what you've seen at practices, talking to coaches, any any surprises or anybody that you think is maybe going to make a splash this year that we have seen trying to get there the last couple of years but haven't quite made it? Well, what's funny is when you talk about, you know, you guys that haven't been to practice and trying to do a poll, um, you know, even after I did mine, uh, going back and doing the previews, it was like, whoa, well, maybe I underrated this team. And really, that team may be North Shelby, um, you know, because we have some teams throughout the state that lost some major pieces, uh, you know, like the Appleton Cities of the world. Um, and North Shelby did that. But, you know, seeing what they're bringing back, seeing them scrimmage, were they – they have some talent down there. Um, coach Bass is a great dude, a great coach, well-respected. And really, it had me thinking, I'm like, you know, I think I had them at three or four, and I'm like, maybe that's a bit low. Um, now, their schedule is a little softer to begin the season, so I don't think we'll really know about them um, until later on, which, you know, may benefit them even more, you know, having time to adjust to – you know, new quarterback, uh, a running back that was injured last year. Um, and that was kind of the crazy thing is they had a sophomore running back who hurt his ankle um, who was going to start on a team that ended up rushing for almost 4,000 yards. So, really, I'm interested to see how good this kid can be. Anthony, I'll get you out of here on these final two questions. Um, first one, you talk about why you're doing this and wa wanting to get more, you know, eight-man coverage. just – it's one thing to be out there a couple times a year and kind of check in with teams. And I'm trying to find different ways to do that because probably trying to spread out quite a bit of what we're covering here at KQ2. But what, what, when it comes down to what is your favorite part of covering, it doesn't have to just be eight-man football, but for this sake of this conversation, what, what's your favorite part of what you get to do? Well, there's two parts. Um, selfishly, it's spending Friday nights watching football. Um, yeah, there's something great about, uh, you know, driving in these small towns, um, and really the only lights you can see are from the football stadium. Um, so for me, that's, that's my, you know, that's what I love selfishly. Uh, the other part, like I said earlier, is just the relationships I've been able to build. Um, you know, especially not away county where I spend most of my time. Uh, there's some great kids up there. Um, and I've enjoyed the last, you know, three years, you know, watching them grow, watching them, you know, succeed, 
um, and then the coaches as well. Um, you know, I was talking to a coach last night, and it was like, you know, as a journalist, I try to be objective. Um, and so it would be so hard even, you know, for these coaches that I've built relationships with, you know, being in games where they lose. And I'm like, but it's to the point now where that's going to be impossible because I like, you know, I respect and like all of you so much. So, uh, you know, that's probably been one of my favorite parts. Anthony, final question. I'll get you out here on this one. Um, again, tell people where they can go to find all the content that, you, I mean, you've been churning it out because just watching your social media and also give people your social media stuff too. That way they can find you. Um, you know, Facebook, uh, probably go to the Missouri eight man football page. Uh, Devin does a good job of posting a bunch of information. Uh, and every once in a while, you know, share a story on there just to remind people uh, the best spot would be uh, Twitter, either, like I said, Missouri 8-Man page, or you can go to my page. It's pinned to the top. It's crane underscore Anthony. Um, there's a link to the website uh, where you can find, I think I'm up to 27 previews. Um, unfortunately, there's going to be a few schools I miss, um, but I think I'll end up with 29 of the 32 or something like that. So Not a bad number at all. Not a bad number. <laughs> Now, I almost felt lazy because there's uh, you know, two or three of them that I just had to do over the phone, and I felt like I was cheating people. But It used to be easier when eight-man football is only in northwest Missouri, and now you have it everywhere, it feels like. So, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you for a couple over-the-phone ones, especially when I saw early in the morning or late at night that you're halfway across the state um, dr driving. Yeah, I think the Osceola trip, I had to get up at 5 in the morning to make it down there, so – I think that was when I went, okay, he's really traveling here. He went down to Osceola <laughs> to do the preview. When we have been used to Zoom conversations for the last six months, so he is going down to Osceola. So, well, Anthony, thank you very much, and uh, we'll be sure to help spread the word and looking forward to seeing more of your content. Yeah, thanks for having me.